0: Welcome back to the 1 in 100 podcast. I am your host, Amir, a.k.a. the Black Podcaster. Look me up on Instagram. Give me a follow on there. Uh, You'll find me as the Black Podcaster with a 6, not a B. So, yeah, go, go follow us. That way you can find out what's going on with the 1 in 100 podcast on a weekly basis. And also, that way you don't miss an episode. Speaking of episode, I need you guys to hit that subscribe button, man. You know what I'm saying? Make sure... You're subscribed on any major platform where podcasts are found, you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audible, anything like that. Any, anywhere where major podcasts are found, you will find the 1 in 100 podcast uh, still Working towards the YouTube thing, as you guys know, uh, getting things set up right now in a space in my garage so I can get that going. Um, so, yeah, just keep us locked in and, and and stay tuned with everything that will be going on uh, in in that space as well. So told you guys that I was going to come back for a bonus episode uh, Sunday. So I'm going to make this one i make this one quick, man. That way I can edit it and and get it right back out to you guys for Sunday before, you know, all the playoff games start. That way you can just chill with your boy for a quick minute and then go watch some football. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the Miami Dolphins for going to Kansas City, getting frozen uh, and not scoring any points. You know, they couldn't they couldn't get them, them 70 points back again like they did to my Broncos, man. I know a lot of people think that uh, – those guys were super good and super awesome and all that stuff. But if you really look at it, the Miami Dolphins only beat terrible teams. They didn't beat any solid competition. So, yeah, shout out to those guys for getting their ass kicked on, on uh, yesterday. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so, yeah, I wanted to talk to you guys about Echo. Uh, season one of Echo. It was a Marvel Spotlight um, series, only five episodes. Um, mixed reviews right now, I think the audience score is sitting at 68%. Uh, and I believe the critic score is sitting at 72%, which is, uh, I think it's tied for the lowest rating on Rotten Rotten Tomato or lowest rating for an MCU series, uh, on Disney plus. And I'll be honest with you. I get it. I get it. Uh, I watched it. And it did not keep me fully engaged. Um, I did my best to stay focused. I was rewinding that shit a billion times and it just, it did not connect with me. It did not make me want to continue watching it. Um, And it's unfortunate because it looked incredible. Like the fight scenes were something that I enjoyed when they would take place. Um, I love the the, the the quick battle with Daredevil. Um, I love the actress that's playing Echo. Uh, I love the, the, the sign language and the way the family was able to communicate with her throughout the whole series. I thought that was all really dope. Uh, but where it kind of lost me was when the series slowed down, it really slowed down the hell down okay like it didn't keep me interested in those in those moments where they were giving more background and more history of these powers i guess that echo has um it didn't keep me engaged during those moments and that's what i would be like looking on my phone and getting something to eat and it just didn't keep me fully engaged and I think that's something that the MCU is trying to fix uh, going forward. You know, even with rewriting Daredevil and doing that all over again, um, I feel like they're going to try and find a way to keep people engaged, uh, because as as of right now, it's just not doing that. Um, so I would say that with Echo. Keep that actress like, I want to see her more, um, but I want to see her with Daredevil. I want to see her in the mix of Born Again. Um, can, can nobody really asks for this, and I've said this before on the show. Nobody really asks for Echo. And so our expectations were like, for a lot of people, were kind of high because we're like, all right, we trust the MCU Um we don't know why they're giving us this, but we're going to watch it. And a lot of people did. A lot of people liked it. Like I'm not going to sit here and be like, you know, it didn't connect with a lot of fans because it did. Um and and kudos to them. Man, I'm glad they were able to enjoy it. I'm actually a little jealous because I wanted to enjoy the series, but it just didn't do it for me and um I hope they don't do it again. <laughs> I hope they don't do another Echo series. Um, I think she is a a support character. Unfortunately, she's not like the story of Echo is just not one that to me is attention grabbing. Like there's not a lot that went on in this series. And there was a lot of stuff that I was wondering what the hell like with Kingpin, he got shot in the freaking eye. He like, he should be dead. Um, he's not, and we don't know why. And he also has like full use of his eye. Like, I don't know if y'all caught it, but my man was blinking and everything, like looking left and looking right. Everything was functioning with that eye. Uh, I would have thought they would have kept him with an eye patch of some sort, but he was good, you know? So I, I thought that was weird. Like it gave me more questions and stuff. So hopefully we get answers on that and born again. Um, because, uh, things are now changing with the Netflix slash Disney universes now, but we'll get into that after this, but I'll just say this, um, Echo was a beautifully shot, uh, series. And I feel like it was definitely made for the Marvel spotlight, um, uh, I guess segment or. I don't even know in print. I don't, I don't know what they, what they would call that, but it was definitely made perfect for that. I think it would have been a better movie than a series. Um, and yeah, it just didn't work for me. So unfortunately I didn't get the same joy out of it as everybody else did. And that's that. So let's talk about this really quick. Um, it was announced that um, the Netflix universe, the Daredevil universe, with Luke Cage, uh, Jessica Jones, Iron Fist, uh, Punisher—great, great stuff. Okay, all, all of it was really good. Minus sec- season two of Jessica Jones and all of Iron Fist. Uh, everything else was really dope. So it has now been announced that. All of that stuff is now a part of the sacred timeline. I know we mentioned this last week. I think I might have mentioned it on the last episode too. I don't, I don't remember I'm getting old people. but anyway, what I want what I was what I was bringing this up for is to say that now it is rumored that um, the character or the actor and actress that played uh, Karen Page and foggy Nelson, are now go- supposedly rumored to return um as their respective characters so uh Eldon Henson who played Foggy and Deborah Ann wool will now be uh re- supposedly re- reprising their roles in Daredevil Born Again and it kind of makes sense now and this this was all coming from Mr um his name? Jeff Snyder He's like the rumor MCU rumor King. I think they just give him news to to report as rumors, but I think he really knows. Um, This is good because they, like I said, they announced that all this stuff was now connected to the MCU and there's no difference, which, you know, fans already knew that, but for some reason the MCU kept denying it and they didn't want to keep it, you know, attached. We don't, we don't know why that was the case, but you know, I guess when they announced this, they thought we were all going to be surprised. Right. But we already knew so. um, But that's cool. Like that now that's all attached. So that's why I'm hoping that Echo does continue to be a part of the universe. But I feel like this is one of those situations almost like Venom or. Craven the Hunter or the Madam Web stuff over there with Sony, where they're kind of like separating those characters from Spider-Man. And some of it works and some of it doesn't. And we'll see how Kraven and Madam Web go. But I feel like Echo kind of needs to be in the Daredevil like universe, like in that series. She doesn't need to really be separate. Um, because she works better with those characters. So like, I mean, if you even, if you watch the series, you notice that I like the dialogue between Echo and Wilson Fisk. You know, I like the fight scene between Echo and Daredevil. Like it just felt like, okay, this is what it's supposed to be. But when we started learning about her family, which is fine, like we should know like background stories, but it just didn't hit the same as, Let's say, uh, Miss Marvel, like the Miss Marvel series, that stuff hit a little bit better. Uh, the family dynamic was a lot cooler, it was a lot fun, it felt more realistic. Um, the, the story behind how she, Came up with these, you know, with the bangles and the attachment that it had to her great grandmother, I think it was or great aunt or something like all of that stuff played in very well. And when when we weren't seeing Kamala using her powers or learning how to use her powers or trying to solve some, you know, trying to solve the case that was going on in the story, it didn't feel like it, the show slowed down to a boring pace. When we weren't doing that, when we were having, when they were having the conversations with the family and given the background history of her powers, Um, when it comes to Echo, it just felt like it it slowed down. It didn't really have a strong purpose. uh, And I didn't understand where they were going with it. I thought it was really cool that they had the indigenous people involved in there, which is awesome. Uh, big kudos to Disney and Marvel for in- including Indigenous people and tr- and giving some type of history for them in this universe. It just didn't work for me. Um, but now that everything is connected, hopefully we see more of Echo involved in the Daredevil Born Again series. Um, I really hope that uh, I can't remember his, la- his first name. Coulter, Mike, My- is it Michael Coulter who played Luke Cage? Um, now that everything is connected, I hope the MCU, um, uh, finds a way to get him on board to be in a daredevil born again. Cause I, I mean, la the, before they redid, before they started redoing everything, it was 18 episodes. So I'm hoping that it continues to be 18 episodes. That way we can get Luke Cage. We can get a better version of iron fist, even if it's the same guy, even if it's, Finn Jones, I think his name is, even if it's him, I just think that the writers and the directors didn't know what the hell they were doing with Iron Fist. And it's just a hard story to tell, I guess, you know, with a white guy being this incredible Kung Fu master. Maybe they just didn't feel connected to it, but I would love to see more Iron Fist uh, involved in the MCU with Luke Cage. Um... I hope they even find a way to bring back, bring Misty Knight involved in it. Like there's so many dope characters that were in that Netflix universe that they could bring forward. Too bad Cottonmouth is now deceased and now here came born again into Blade. (laughs) But you know that whole Netflix universe was fire. I'm glad it's connected, and I'm glad they're finding a way to get the other actors and characters uh back involved again so yeah that that's really cool and the other thing that's coming out of um the disney m c u world is apparently wonder wonder man is it's it's back on um it was announced in twenty twenty two that this was gonna be um, taking, taking place and that they were going to be getting to it, but the film you know was kind of put on hold because of SAG Afra, and then um, rumors came out that it kind of got scrapped. But comicbookmovie.com, comicbookmovie.com, they just posted pictures from the set of Wonder Man. Um, they're not showing, they weren't showing at least the pictures that I saw, it wasn't actually showing. Wonder Man, like the face, but I'm pretty sure Yahya Abdul-Mateen is still, uh, playing the character of Wonder Man, but it's still on, it's still on and popping over there for Wonder Man. So that's, that's cool. I mean, I don't know shit about Wonder Man. Um, but I really like Yahya Abdul-Mateen and I'm looking forward to seeing what he does with that role, you know, so we'll see how that goes, but it's very interesting that, um, that they got to keep, they got it going because people were very, you know, strong in their uh, understanding of that rumor that 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 series was done. But we'll see. It'll probably be like a Marvel Spotlight thing as again as well. But you know, on that Marvel Spotlight thing, I think that um, that's going to be something that can work for the MCU if they do everything like they did Werewolf by Night. Like how they did *Werewolf by Night* by night doing a a special presentation or whatever. I'm guessing that's the same thing. I don't. I, I'm not under, sure un, understanding of whether the spot Marvel Spotlight and the Marvel special presentation. I think they're the same thing. I don't remember, but I think that's a good way to give us characters that people want to see, storylines that people want to see. And doing it as a one shot or a mini series type of thing, you know, they can do a hour and twenty minute movie on there, or they can do a five episode series, almost like a like a mini series in in the comic book world, uh, or a one shot in the comic book world. Like it does work. Um, and me personally, I think Marvel should start taking advantage of it in that way, where they can do some out of universe context or content. uh, I think that would be a good idea uh, to do characters that like a lot of people don't really know, but have really cool stories. Like, I don't know, like night thrasher or something. Like, I think that would be cool. Like do a night thrasher mini series, five issue or five episode mini series to give us some, you know, uh, on the ground boots on the ground characters or hero stories that give us a little bit more realistic feel but we'll see we'll see how they take advantage of the marvel spotlight or the marvel pre- uh, special presentation uh things. I mean they won with that. They that to me Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special and Werewolf by Night were two big wins for them with the with that whole spotlight or special presentation thing. So they should get back to utilizing that in my opinion. Um so yeah, the other thing that I did finish that I had mentioned to you guys earlier this week um, or on Friday when y'all heard it, but I recorded it earlier this week. Um, oh, Gen V, Gen V. I finished Gen V and wow, 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 wow. The way that came to an end was ridiculous, man. Oh my God. Great show. Shout out to the people over there in the, in the boys universe. You guys are doing the damn thing. Uh, I really enjoyed the boys. Um, I can't wait till season four comes out. I don't even have they put out an official date for that? I don't know, but I would like I'm I'm looking forward to seeing that. Um, And I do know that Gen V goes right into season four of the boys. And then they did get a a go ahead for season two of Gen V. And I believe that's going to follow up right behind season four of the boys. So, yeah, great show. (laughs) great universe i'm i'm enjoying it uh i know there's a lot of people that don't really get down with shows like that that are super graphic and crazy but if you can kind of look past some of that stuff there's a lot of realism in these series um that really just pull from today's world and how effed up the world is right now and how effed up it would be if we had people here with superpowers. Like a lot of people think, oh, if I just had this ability or these powers, I could help the world. Like that's not always the case, man, because human beings are dickheads, you know? Excuse my French, but they are. Um, And they do some really effed up things. And I think that this is an actual correct Vision of how people are and would be if they had powers and abilities, almost like Walking Dead. I remember when I first started watch, watching Walking Dead, I don't watch it no more, but when I first started watching the original Walking Dead, I remember JT saying to me, This show isn't about the zombies, it's about the people and how effed up they will be during an apocalypse or sorry, a zombie apocalypse. The zombies aren't the problem, it's the people. So it's almost the same thing with the boys, you know, it's not the fact that they have these superpowers um, and are walking around, you know, doing regular human shit. Like it's the fact that they're humans and they have flaws and they have egos. And yeah, it's just an incredible show. So I, I would really suggest if you haven't seen it, check it out. It is worth it. Uh, I can't wait till season four comes out. It's just a really cool show, man. Um, But yeah, that's that's about it. I don't really have too much more on the docket. I just wanted to give you guys that quick, you know, uh reaction slash review of Echo. It just didn't work for me, guys. Uh And I watched everything. It just it just didn't work for your boy, unfortunately. Um, And I wanted to I really wanted to like it. I like the character. I want I want her to show up more because she is badass. But I just di- didn't really feel the show uh, overall. So I guess for me, um, if I had to give it a rating out of 10, no, we'll keep it at 5. If I had to give it a rating out of 5, I would probably give it a 2.5. Yeah, I'll give it a 2.5 out of 5, unfortunately. But, hey, it is what it is. Um And yeah. Oh, my last thing real quick. Does anybody, I mean, I I don't know what's going on, but, uh, the Invincible series kind of like just stopped at episode four. Uh, and I had to kind of look up and see what was going on. Apparently, you know, part two of this is going to be coming out early 2020, well, you know, this year, but I have to say my opinion on that stupid, that was stupid. You should have just gave us the whole thing every other, every week. Give us an episode. Keep us engaged. Hopefully, uh, whatever plan they had to release uh, episodes like this, it works for them. But I think that that might have been a big mistake by the people over there uh, working on Invincible for Amazon Prime. But listen, Amazon Prime got it going on, man. They got it going on. Uh, Disney better find a way to catch up and uh, uh, DC better find a way to catch up because these little, these series that they got going on on Amazon with the superhero stuff is really good. I, and I believe Sony is still going to be doing some stuff with spider the Spider-Man uh, universe. So I think like Spider-Woman eventually is going to be coming. Like, oh no, Silk, a Silk series is going to be coming to Amazon Prime uh, in the future. But yeah, that's it. Let me get out of here because I got stuff to do. I need to get this episode back out to y'all. But yeah, 2.5 for Echo, wasn't an it wasn't a big big win for DC in my book. Um, Gen V is a great show that definitely is at least an eight out of 10 for me. Uh, I can't wait till the Boys season four uh comes out because I'm I'm completely locked in with that. Um, I wish I had read the comics before all this. I mean, I'm not gonna do it now because I feel like the show is a little bit different. I mean, I could be wrong, but. I'm I'm locked into the TV universe with it. Unfortunately, I didn't read The Boys when it was when it was coming out or when at least when the first season came out of The Boys. I should have went and got the omnibus then. But hey, I'm locked in. I'm loving it. And hopefully you guys stay locked in to the 1 in 100 podcast. You know, we're going to be coming to you guys once a week. I'll do, try and do a bonus episode if I need to, but keep it locked in. Hit that subscribe button. Tell a friend and tell a friend to tell a friend that we're rocking and rolling over here. And uh, I'll see you guys later on this week with more news and updates and trending topics in the comic book space. Hit that subscribe button. We're available on all major platforms uh, where podcasts are found. I'm your boy Amir, and this is the one in 100 podcast. Peace.